0: Hello and welcome to the Untensive Match Build-Up Show. I am joined by Adam by John, and by Georgia for this one. Um, So, we are here to talk about Liverpool and we are here to talk about Bournemouth. Uh, Adam, they are in atrocious form, having lost to Palace, lost to Tottenham, lost to Wolves and lost to Newcastle recently. Against Crystal Palace may have been their worst one because... Crystal Palace got a man sent off after about 19 minutes and they yeah. still lost 1-0. They scored, Crystal Palace scored in about the 76th minute, something like that. They're in really poor form. They're not going to have their best player available because he plays for us and can't play against us in Harry Wilson. And their manager is now being talked about as being Everton's new manager, which I don't think is going to happen. No, but I don't see that. Is do you think
1: this is a good time to play them or a bad time to play them? Um. At the risk of tempting fate, I think for this Liverpool side, this Bournemouth is a team that is sort of built for us to play our best football. They're an attacking side, but they're just not as good as us. And as you say, one of their best players is Harry Wilson, and he's not going to be able to play the game. Um, I think with them being in bad form, it does make it a better time to play, but th- this is a game I'm confident we should be going and not only getting three points from, but scoring uh uh a few goals, to be honest with you.
0: And, and, John, do you think it's just a case of the lads that were probably rested midweek in the derby are going to be coming back in for this more important game against Bournemouth?
2: I've no clue. Absolutely no clue. I mean, that would normally be the case. You would normally expect Salah and Firmino to come back in. You'd expect Henderson to start. Um, but, you know, after you know the way he changed the team for the derby, who knows? He knows he's got an awful lot of games in the next four weeks. And he's got to rotate and he may well look at this as one of those games where he can afford you know to bring cater in maybe who definitely needs a game i personally would bring gomez in because i think he definitely needs time on the pitch um henderson i'm fairly certain will come back Mm -hmm. but for the rest of it who knows
0: yeah George, John just mentioned the Nabi Keita. Klopp spoke about him in his post-match interview after the game against Everton, and he talked about how he really wanted to play Keita. He's he's there in training, he's fit, he's ready to make a difference for this side. But he didn't want it. He wasn't brave enough to make that sixth change in the Merseyside derby, so he left Keita out. Is that just a hint? Is that just a hint? That he might actually start this game against just
3: Bournemouth. He's really? <laughs> <laughs> just 6th really. To, to the camera well, <laughs> Everton was. I mean, yeah, it'd be great to have Caitlin back in the side. I think he's got to at some point in December, just with the amount of games we have got. But it's who you take out and it's who really slots in. Because, like John was saying, I, I, I don't see. We could play the side that we played against Everton against Bournemouth, and I'd still accept, like expect a good result. And it's the same we could play. We could throw in Salah, we could throw in up. Like, I, I don't know where he'd slot in, but it'd be great great to see him in there.
0: Obviously, we know that Fabinho is going to be out to the midfield. His where Klopp likes to rotate anyway, isn't he? You know, James Milner comes in midweek against the relegation fodder that is Everton Football Club. Um, is he going to play him against Bournemouth, do you think? Or do you think I maybe think it, you see him at left-back?
1: No, I think uh, Milner. Yeah. Um, we might see him at left-back in this game. Because Robertson's going to need a game off at some point. Um, and I don't think Trent's going to miss this one. I think that's why he was brought off towards the end of the night. Um, I think we might see Milner. I do think it'll be all change in midfield, though. I think it, it's going to be a bold midfield. Um, but I think it's going to be Henderson, Casey, and Oxlade-Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a very sort of forward-thinking <laughs> mid- midfield. Um, it's a gank midfield, you know.
0: Yeah. We've got a big game. We've got to remember we've got a big game midweek against mid-week Salzburg as well, as well, haven't we? So yeah, yeah. you know we've got to have one eye on that because we need to win that game, John. I think
2: so. Well, they'll I keep Reinhold and Milner for that one. It does um, alternate his players in midfield because that's uh, the one area where he, he likes to change, uh, and I think that's fair enough. Keep them all fresh and ticking over, and you know you can bring Cater in. Easily into a three and there, you know, on the left of a of a three and Ox on the right, you know.
0: That's the midfield that we want to see. I think a lot of Liverpool fans wanna see that midfield because they know how dynamic it could it could be. It's whether it's whether Klopp's risk risk reward with that midfield mm. is quite there. I think
2: the big the big question is really whether Salah comes in or he saves in for Salzburg. Mm. Um normally he would come straight back in, there's no doubt about it, but um, there's certainly no harm, given all the games to come, in giving him another game off. But
1: I, I, I cannot envisage a world in which jürgen klopp sits a fully fit mohammed saladar and tells me he's missing two games in a week.
3: I, I don't no. think it'd do him any good. I think, like as a player, yeah, you want to be rested. And I, I bet it probably be graces him not, not making appearance in the but you also want to have some sort of minutes under your belt going into that big game against Salisbury. So I yeah. think starting him against Bournemouth will do him well to good. Take him off early, if anything. But yeah. I think he needs to maybe get a goal under his belt. Just play some good football to go into Salisbury. Because if he goes in after not playing you know, for two games, it, it, I don't think that's the best way of going forward.
0: I, I, I probably disagree with everybody here. I, I'd give him two weeks off personally no I genuinely would I think we're good enough that we can beat Salzburg without him I think we're good enough that we can beat Bournemouth without him I think he just looks absolutely knackered at the moment and I'd give him as much time as possible because we are going to need him and they're going to be bigger and harder games to come at some point during the season so I would just give him a rest I really really would right now because he just doesn't look the same player
3: I mean he's still carrying ankle injuries isn't he and he's still going through rehab you can see that from from what he's putting out there and from what the kinds kind well, of They're saying. still
2: draining fluid off his ankle every week, aren't they? I mean,
3: so, so yeah, I mean, I think long term, yeah, that's the race probably way forward. But at the same time, you know, we kind of want most to be playing and bagging goals. But I don't think he can at no. the moment. trouble is, we've
2: said before, he does have a presence on the pitch no matter what, does. you know. He's, he always helps Mane, for instance, to, to find room on the pitch because of the attention that he demands. I don't think Clark would bring still, him in, by the way. He does Adam. still look up and see three or four players in front of him every time he gets the ball. No,
0: that, that that that's where the space comes from, isn't it? I mean, Adam, Shakiri plays ninety after playing twenty minutes all season. So the likelihood is
1: he's not going to play a second game on the bounce in the week. Yeah, I, I <clears throat> that would be the biggest that would be Salah missing this game and Shakiri starting again would be a bigger shock than the five derby changes. Yeah. Um yeah, I think <laughs> Salah's gonna walk straight back into this side. And I I would play him. Um I don't think Klopp and I'm certainly not in the mood for taking any chances with this lead at the top of the table. Um yeah, I think Salah comes in. I think he plays and I think he scores
0: okay Uh, i'm just going to give you we're going to go to a little bit break now we're going to do a little clip from the final word show it was glorious it's on the redbentv.com you can get a first month for free it's about 30 hours of entertainment during your, your free month then it's five pounds a month so every final word on a Monday that comes out from the weekend game is on YouTube for free but this midweek game is always on the redmintv.com we also do the newsroom podcast uh, with a journalist or influencer we do stats and tactics around the league Reds News Roundup they're all on there available in video and podcast form as well as a a host of written content but check this clip out from the final word
1: the ball from Lovren which was your favourite goal? that one that one And what I like to think is right it's come over to Origi first of all Henri picked this up on the thing. He's looking round. He looks twice. He's he's not even like he's looking at the ball and then he looks around to see where the defenders are and then looks at the ball again. Picks up the ball, picks it, and then in my head, I like to think the whole world slowed down for him for a second. Bullet time. And he's like, what am I going to do with this? How do I finish this? And then just in the distance, he can just hear the cop going. He's only got little arms. <laughs> <laughs> He's only got little arms. And that's when he decided <laughs> to chip the <to> guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to bring I think that's exactly like. How if it this was goal five, the film, and it was Moktebok Aligi, <laughs> that would be the cinematic slowdown. And you'd just see. <laughs>
3: But gradually gets smaller and
0: smaller than theirs. Yeah. yeah. And is that how Henri described the goal?
3: <laughs> that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> with words.
0: Just with a slightly more French sound. It yeah. <laughs> probably sounded better. Only got a long. And before we get into our preferred 11s, we caught up with Back of the Net, the Bournemouth fan channel, to get their opinions on their chances in this game.
4: There have been a few games where we've played five at the back um, with the arrival of teams like yourself and Man City in it, and it and it doesn't work. Uh, we do sacrifice our identity. And to that extent, um, I'm not sure we've really got a plan B. Now, when we started in the Premier League, we were we were pretty woeful when pundits were saying, you know, like Eddie Howe needs to change his style. Um And he didn't. He stuck to the same style and eventually it paid off. But part of me thinks, you know, as much as I admire that footballing philosophy of doing what he thinks is right, part of me thinks, well, maybe he's doing it because he doesn't really have a plan B. Um, And dealing with your threat at the weekend, I mean, I think we need to put an extra man in the middle because you dominate games there. Um, But, you know, whether he will do that on Saturday, uh, I'm not too sure. But, yeah, I think stubbornness is a weakness of Eddie Howe. Um, Loyalty to the old guard that got us promoted from the Championship up into the Premier League. I'm talking club stalwarts like Simon Francis, club captain who's who's on his last legs really. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts but a lot of Bournemouth fans will be scratching their head at the weekend thinking okay him against Mo Salah. (laughs) There's only ever going to be one winner for that so it's scary times, mate.
0: It really is. OK, so we're going to do preferred 11s then. Um I'll come to you first, Georgia. What would the 11 be that you put out against Bournemouth?
3: I mean, I'd say the same as we've put out against Everton with maybe the introduction of Salah and Henderson. I'd probably take Shaqiri off and I'd probably, you know, I don't know who I'd swap out of the midfield. um, Maybe Milner, just for the... But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd give a Riga a run out. I really would in a prem side in a prem game, just because I. I don't think you can fault. Like you can't find fault in that performance against Everton, but looking, he did look like he was struggling coming off. So potentially he might not be. Fully so so your
0: midfield three. Am I right in saying it would be Wijnaldum, Henderson, and Lallana for this mm. game? And how would you set them up?
3: I probably Wijnaldum a bit further forward, Henderson deeper, and, um, and Lallana. Lallana. Yeah.
0: Okay. John, what about your
2: preferred loving me I play Gomez, not just because I don't like Lovren, but because I think you need to give him game time. I think we've got a lot of games coming up. If if, if Lovren got injured, for instance, or God help us, Van Dijk, I'd, I'd want someone who'd actually got a few minutes under his belt. So I'd play Gomez as a centre-back. Um, in midfield, I'd I'd play Cater um, Anox, and I'd play Henderson deep. And I'd play the famous front
0: three. Okay.
1: Adam, um, I would play the exact same team as John, although I think I'd probably go for Wijnaldum ahead of Keita at the minute, probably, but it, with the game midweek I might go the exact same team, it, Like obviously it would depend, I'd need more information to make that one decision on the fitness of Wijnaldum and whether he could play this and again midweek, because we, we need Wijnaldum in Salzburg I think. Um, yeah, so I'd either be identical to what John said or, or, or I'd have Genie in there. I think I'd, like
0: preferred 11, this is not what Klopp's going to do in any way, shape or form. I think I'd go with the normal back five. I'd probably play Henderson and Wynaldum in a two. And then I'd probably play Ox in the 10, Shaqiri on the right and Mane and Firmino. And sort of stick in the first formation that we saw first half. Because I think Shaqiri's just better when there's a 10 near him. I think Firmino's
1: going to get in the way of Ox though? I'll tell him not to. It's fine. <laughs> He'll
0: listen to his manager in this one.
1: But then you lose everything. I'll play Riege then. Right? <laughs> I'm going to play <laughs> Riege up front.
0: No, um, no I, I do get your point about that. Like We talked about that on the final word, showing it, it is a good point, but Ox is a clever player. And because he's played that nine, I think he can just interchange with him slightly, to be honest with you. But I like Shakiri on that right-hand side. I actually like Shakiri in the 10, to be honest, as well. I thought he did some good work there last season. I I, I really was, was just trying to get Salah out of the, out of the firing line and, and give him a couple of weeks off and stuff. Uh, so we're going to do some um, rival fixtures. Um, to add insult to injury, Everton are playing the early kick-off on Saturday against Chelsea at home.
1: He's our rival there. Eh?
0: Chelsea, I think
1: <laughs> it's definitely
0: not the team in 18th. Adam.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I expect Chelsea to. Yeah, I think they'll knock them. Knock him out. I think that'll be three 0 to Chelsea.
0: Okay, anyone for a, a home win there? No. The old lady singing one new more ma- time. New
2: manager bounce.
0: do you get a new manager bounce with the old manager?
2: Oh no, but I think he might be gone. I think he's gone already. Pro- I, I think I, they've sacked him already I just think it's, they're sitting on
0: it Rumours were two weeks ago I was told that Moyes was already lined up with Ferguson as number two and the Alex rumours is Ferguson <laughs> 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 The dream team <laughs> You have to, you have to wait till together. you hit rock
2: bottom before the fans will accept Moyes and I think getting beat in the derby probably worth that otherwise I they, think they'd they take Moyes right now
1: and yeah. think about that they
0: say take anyone what? His record since leaving Everton is atrocious, absolutely atrocious.
3: But have some fans will just forget that as the records with us was fine. <laughs> Ignore everything that's happened. It's, them. it's also atrocious it though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they were just fine with it. But, yeah. Like he built, like fair play. David Moyes did a brilliant you job did, at Everton, but he built that side, and he'll have until the end of the season. And one transfer window isn't yeah. enough. To build the side that he he did, they were defensively <clears throat> resolute under Moyes, and they had a couple of players that would punch corner flags and stuff like that, and and they, <laughs> and they were happy with that. But they haven't got those types of players anymore, John. It's no. it's not built for Moyes to take. He's over, also not think.
1: capable to take them to the level they want to go to. He might get them back to, if he's given four or six transfer windows. He might get them back to being but a serviceable mid-table I know You're what outside. he won't
2: do. He, he won't play five five defenders on the halfway line, <laughs> like uh, Silva did last night. No, he'll yeah. play
0: four five one like he yeah. used to. will not he? Yeah, yeah.
2: They play them very deep, and they won't concede many goals.
0: But they're, they're, I don't like Thomas Rizinski coming out, out of just, retirement. They've just not got the players for a Moy side for me. But uh, even
3: uh, that, they've wasted some money on, like. All the players that they have got They've got bad players it's You just... can't
1: even offload them Because they'll take massive losses on all of them Yeah <laughs> It's great, it's <crazy>, isn't
0: it? <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't surprise me Pickford went on fucking Ebay I thought
2: I was back in the final word It's, it's <laughs> <Starby> we've <week laughs> been allowed confused. to talk
0: about it Spurs play Burnley uh, We are now 23 points ahead of Tottenham After 15 games they have now. They've not really. They, they They've won five, drawn five, and lost five. That's pretty much what they were doing Ooh, last season, isn't Burnley. it? Burnley, Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham. Burnley. Are, well, Burnley, Burnley have shipped 11.
2: about six goals in the last couple of games. Only got seven games, seven goals.
0: Tottenham Anyone will beat them? Mourinho to beat, dice. Okay. Um, Man City, Man United at the Etihad. Tasty little game on paper. If you if you think of Manchester United as the Manchester United of old.
1: I think 4-0 I think, I think to City. Um, I think City uh, will swat them, yeah. I'm not so sure. Not. I think that game against Tottenham will have helped United's cause. Because, you know, and Rashford looks confident again. It does. And they do play, they play
2: better against better teams, they? sort yeah. of, there's sort of a pride that makes them play better.
0: The problem I think they've got Manchester United is the players aren't very good. <laughs> well, that's, that's true but in as Rashford, in Rashford they've got a great a ball that's of it to yeah. be honest with you
2: but they got a draw with us no they did no matter how bad they, at are. they Old did Trafford at
0: though. Old Trafford but well. the, the, I don't think they're a very good defensive outfit to be honest with you I think we had the chance just to go and take take them there and I think the way that City play against you you need to be very good defensively and I, I, I'm not sure they are they can hit you on the counter attack. Right?
2: I think if they can if they can Keep it tight until half time, they're in with the
1: chefs.
0: Mm. Okay.
3: I think they've got more of a shout now than they would have had, you know, especially coming off the back of the Spurs win.
1: Yeah, I think. Beating Tottenham will have helped them.
3: Yeah, for us it's, it's great because, you know, they've actually got a City could drop point.
0: Unless they play Villa, I think that's a really hard game. I think we saw that Villa at home is is a really tough place to go to. Um, and Adam, if you could put this, the paper down so I can talk to you and you can see the camera, is that okay? What do you think is going to happen with the <laughs> Villa Leicester stuff? Well, thanks for asking, Chris.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think... <laughs> you can hold
0: it, just don't hold it in front
1: of your face. I didn't realise I was doing it. Um, I think Leicester will win. I do. I think uh, this Leicester side and Jamie Vardy in particular aren't going away, and I think they win that game. And I also think they win the next game actually, because I look I look to the next three games where before they play Man City, and I think they they, they win all three. I think they they're a much better team than Villa. Villa put in a good dogged performance against us, but I think despite Leicester being high flying, I think Villa go into that going we could maybe get a point or try and win this and. I, I, I. Yeah, I think.
2: I think a lot depends on Barty, and if if yeah. he either loses his form or gets injured, I think they've got problems because I don't think they've got anyone else who's on that on that level.
3: I think Leicester are going He's to be so like us last season. I think they're going to have such a good season, and at the end of the season, they're going to go oh, like any other time we could have done that, but you've just got a Liverpool side that are in such, and you've got City kind of chasing up here. But I think Leicester are in such any other season like. Winning. They'd be up there again yeah. they'd, be
1: t- they'd literally be top of the league wouldn't They yeah. the second in the league 35 points from 15 games Is
3: That's a, a, good. I think a good, it's, good haul It's going to be like us last season Where it's like Any other time We would have been Buzzing, jumping through Because we'd be top of the league But you, You're just unlucky That you've got other sides In such good form.
1: It's very rare You get a side like this Liverpool one mm. It's just We, we should
0: And it's then fa- Finally one. then Score predictions Adam For this game Against Bournemouth
1: 5-1 OK Oof.
0: Tasty I'll take that Clean sheet for the first time ever 3-0 Three, 3-0 Three, no. I
3: was going
0: 4-1 4-1 3-1 Liverpool I'm going to go in this one I, I think I think we can carry on conceding but I just think we've got to have too much for Bournemouth um, That's been the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show thank you very much for watching Adam's got a new podcast out next week
1: uh, where will that be available? Um, the, the guy who's producing it We'll put it everywhere, I imagine it's going on Spotify, Apple Pod, wherever you get your podcasts, it'll be available there. It's called Have A Word, the Have A Word podcast, or Have A Word, the podcast with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. Uh, and if anyone was at the show, I did in bill earlier this year, the, Dan is the guy who opened for me and we're just starting a new podcast where we try and give some bad agony and style advice. So if you've got any problems, send us a tweet, or if you've got a mate who needs his life sorting out, we'll tell you. How we deal with it, but our lives aren't great, so <laughs> might not necessarily be good advice. That's sort of the concept of it, yeah. Brilliant, OK. And uh, well, there you
0: go. Obviously, we've got jo- John H there. He'll be around, and George Stevens uh, will hopefully have you back on. It was really, really great to meet you today, and thanks for being involved. Like the video, subscribe to Red Men TV, and we'll see you next time. Tarak.